Exodus 2, 23-25 During those many days the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God, and God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel, and God knew. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Help us understand some of these like anthropomorphic passages in the New Testament. I mean, obviously God's not like, oh yeah, I made a covenant with Abraham one time. Like, what? how should we think about this kind of language when we read the Bible? That, that God heard and that he remembered this right. sort of thing? Yeah, it's like, oh man, like, oh yeah, my people are down there. It's it's almost as if like the prayer is this wake up call. And I, and I think that, I, you know, Obviously, we know that God responds to prayer, but I think it can lead to a a lower view of God and His sovereignty, as yes. if God is this just confused guy right. in the sky. It needs to be reminded or, yeah. or yeah. awakened Remember or something. Remember Abraham? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, so I think what we see is uh, that the Bible is, uh, the Lord is inspiring biblical authors who are accommodating their presentation of God to our experience of the world. And, and we have to view this not as a univocal kind of way of talking about God, but as an analogical. And that what that means is there's not a one-to-one -one correspondence between the way that we remember things and the way that God remembers things. But there is an analogy. And there's not a one-to-one -one correspondence between the way that, let's say, I hear the cries of my children when they are in need and the way that God hears. There's not a one, it's not exactly the same, but there is an, an, an analogy between the way that I hear my distressed child and the Lord hears his suffering children. Right, right. And so, you know, we're dealing with with mysteries that are beyond our ability to comprehend. How is it that an omniscient, omnipresent, omnicompetent God needs to hear prayer? Well, I don't know, but the Bible depicts him in relationship with his people, hearing their prayers, responding to their prayers. Well, and I might say that, you know, okay, the the attributes of God yes. are so big, right? Right. There's there's kind of, to tell that story. If I was trying to tell you about God's omniscience, right, I would be like, God always knew that He had a covenant, you know, with yeah. Abraham, and He knew that He would deliver Abraham, and He knew that one day the seed would do this, you know, like. But if I was trying to tell this story and display God's mercy and His mm -hmm. love, mm -hmm. and this is more how I would mm -hmm. maybe tell it. It because it, it like you said it it as a human reader. I hear this and I say, oh, the Lord does remember us. The Lord, because obviously there's been times in your life and in my life where it's hard to rest in God's divine providence. Right. But we we need to remember that God does remember mm -hmm. and that God cares and that God hears and mm -hmm. that God is God is responsive in a way to to our relationship with him. Right. Right. Yeah, and so I think I think that yeah, it, it, you it's to tell both of those at the same time, you have to kind of read the whole Bible to get. Yes. But if you just take one passage or another, you may have a you could come up you could come up with some mis, a small you know, understanding of who the Lord is. Right. Right. You know, it's interesting in this passage. Um, Pharaoh has been trying to kill the male children of Israel, and the midwives refuse to cooperate, and so we don't read of any of those male children actually dying. And then Pharaoh tries to kill Moses, and Moses is able to get away. And the only person that dies is Pharaoh. Mm. Uh, you know, so uh, it, it's, it's almost like an illustration of the way that the Lord preserves the life of his saints and the way that, that um, you know, Psalm 1, it talks about the blessedness 
uh, of the blessed man and how everything he does prospers. And then it says, not so the wicked, they will be like chaff that the wind drives away. And mm. it's almost like Pharaoh is like chaff that the wind drives away yeah, here. That's helpful. And, and ultimately with the mention of the covenant with Abraham, um, you know, the Lord told Abraham in Genesis 12, three, I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And at the end of the book of Genesis, we had a Pharaoh that was prepared to bless Abraham and his family. And he was blessed by the wise administration of Joseph. This Pharaoh is deciding, I'm going to cur- I'm going to dishonor Abraham and his family, and he's under the curse of God. Mm. That's a great uh, that's a great draw from this, and uh, so there's a lot coming to light. And just a few short verses here: the tenderness of God, the mm-hmm. care of God, and the the consistency of God. Mm-hmm. Well, for Jim Hamilton, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.